Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. The off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here, your host for this fine evening. It has been two weeks, unfortunately, since we have had a live episode. Hopefully, yeah, during that time, you guys have tried to keep up on some of the archives, maybe. Checked in with some of that as well. Last weekend, or last week, last Tuesday, I posted up our kind of tribute to the life of Kirk Caselli. Um, obviously, that wasn't the day that he passed away, but I thought that was just good timing in the sense that it's like we did do it that Tuesday, the Tuesday after he had passed away um, in 2013. So I figure I like that Tuesday is always kind of a good time to remember um, a lot of the awesome stories that people shared about Kirk Caselli here on the show, we really, really appreciate that. So for those of you who have no idea what you're tuning into, this is Seat Time. This is the online show for the offer enthusiasts, beer drinking, bench racing, hot chicks, and like good-looking dudes, because I'm the hot chick. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, what's up, everybody out there on Tuesday land? So... Thank you for tuning in. Of course, if you're watching live right now, what we'd appreciate you to do is grab that URL, seattime.co slash live, send it out to all of your social networks and tell people, holy shit, they're going to be talking with Stuart Baylor and Nick Ferringer tonight. That shit's cool. Get everybody to do that. That needs to happen, right? Right. Right. So she's not just a pretty face. Those of you guys that have watched the show before should know this is our good friend and uh, typical co-host, Jordan Bailey. She is uh, making another fine appearance here on the show. Very, very thankful for that. So before we totally say thanks to all the people that sponsor Seat Time, let's figure this out. So, Jordan, what the heck have you been up to? Um, Not much. I feel like every time I come on, I say I'm up to school. So I'm a pretty boring person. But school again. School. More school. More school. It's Are almost over. Are you, like, over. ridiculously smart? No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I'm Smarter average. than me. Probably not. You're 23? 22. 22. You're 22 years old. And uh, how many years of college? Well, you're you're in college as if you were 19, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Because you raced. I started early. a little late, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But are you having fun in college? Uh, I mean, as much fun as you can have, I guess. Right. Is, is it awkward being 22 in classes with maybe other 20 and 20 or 19 and 20 year olds, and then having and then being married? Um, the married part's a little weird, but I think it's mostly because I look like I'm like 18 or 19, so you they don't look like notice. you should have just been doing the walk of shame. Yeah, and then here I am, 22. People don't really notice that, but I can tell the maturity levels are a little off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's well, I remember. Yeah, mm, let's not even talk about this guy at 22. That was an interesting study. <laughs> sure. Oh man, yeah, that was woo, buddy. That was nice. Um, so seat time. Brought to you by the fine folks at Fly Racing, Stillwell Performance, and Fast Company. Obviously, Fly Racing, huge, huge supporter of not just seat time, but of off-road racing in general. Um, so if you're if you're looking for companies that don't just make a great product, but as well put a lot of money back into the sport, that Fly Racing is definitely going to be one that you want to support. They also have just been putting out a ton of new mountain bike equipment. They put a lot of money, a lot of research and development into their new 2015 mountain bike line that's coming out. Um, I, I've got a chance to r- to ride with some of it. I've ordered it, and it's come in, and I've even raced in it already. Sweet. And it's some really cool stuff. I meant to bring it in here, and we'll see. I'll text my wife uh, during trying to call somebody in and see if she can bring in the helmet and some of the shorts and stuff. They look pretty dope. They're pretty good. Stuff. Are you going to model the shorts? Uh, I mean, 
it's a little awkward to probably put them on in front of everyone. If we'd have planned ahead and I had them on, you could I, just like I, take your I jeans off. I would have done that, but then now that I would have to completely go full Monty. And, yeah, uh, that's not. I know it's, it's like not that type of. Show. I like the fact that Cooper is safe with our relationship, <laughs> and I don't want to jeopardize yeah. that by stripping in front of you. <laughs> yeah, live call. on the internet. Good call. Cooper's a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good guy, regardless yeah. of his size. I, I don't need to. I don't need to be in it on that. So, <laughs> flyracing.com, Don't strip in front of your friends' wives. Stillwell yes. Performance, stillwellperformance.com. Luckily enough, our sponsors make their web at, their URLs extremely easy. You think of the name, you type it in, put .com behind it, and typically that's going to work out pretty Boom. well. Yeah. And if you're not capable of doing that, just Google it. Ooh. I mean, that's what I do. I like that as well. That's, yeah. It's kind of the thing these days. I don't really think we go to URLs that much anymore. We just go to Google. But some people go to Bing, but hey, hmm. whatever. Until they um, sponsor the show. We're Googling. <laughs> Is Google sponsored the show? No. Man, I think we're talking about them more than we are our sponsors. Uh, of course, Stillwell Performance, if you have maybe one of the newer KTMs or Husqvarna's with the 4CS and you're just like, ah, this suspension, it's just different. I don't know what's going on. Believe me, those guys have this stuff figured out. Pay attention for what their re- review with Dirt Rider for what 4CS work Stillwell Performance has done. Maybe go find some of the, the discussions we've had with Alan Stillwell here on the show about the 4CS forks. They have it figured out. You definitely want to send that over to them. Obviously, if they're smart enough to have the 4CS figured out and have a dampening control for you guys, that's going to just blow your mind. They're going to be able to work with all the other closed cartridges, open cartridges type systems out there. So definitely, civilperformance.com. Go check them out. Fast Company. They've actually got some really cool stuff going on. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about Stillwell Performance later in the show because they've actually got a little bit of changes um, in how Alan Stillwell is going to be working with Beta. Next year, I'm kind of kind of dropping back a little bit, not as uh, heavy of a role at some of the live events. Which neat though, Fast Company. Let me go ahead. I'm going to turn to this my notes because they actually have a lot to say. So Fast Company right now save fifty bucks on some of their flex handlebars through the end of the month. So the month of December, twenty five percent off all Fast Company products through December third. So you got you know like a day left. A day. So go, go get yeah, it. Yeah, go do that now. And they just released their new handle guards, uh, called the Gen Two Simple Solution Guard. Sounds very <coughs> official. Yeah. Uh, it's built for them by Enduro Engineering, and they say they bolt on easy and are super strong. I'd say go for it. Yeah, it's a pretty good description. Easy and super strong, just like I like my women. Awkward. Yeah, it's so, weird. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously that's, that's a little bit different. Fastco.com, not to be confused with fastcompany.com because that's not them at all. Um, so yes, definitely support that. So what, what's going on in your phone over there? Oh, I'm just getting a text about some things I've already said. That's cute. No, it's is not it, Cooper. Is it from the hub? No, just a friend. Not not that was weird sounding. A friend that me and Cooper are friends with. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Are they watching? Yeah, they are. Oh. In Indiana. Say hi. What? Hello, hi. Kenny. Hi. <laughs> well, hello. So we've got people up in the uh, what up, broke thumb. So that's actually funny. So uh, Mark Weeks and uh, Mark Cook and a bunch of our friends here from Texas go up to do the Ozark 100 this past weekend, which we're going to talk about when Stu Billard comes on. If, you know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and apparently Mark, uh, Mark Cook goes out and breaks his thumb like or shatters it like five different ways. Uh, like right into the beginning of the. Of I'm the not Ozark laughing 100. at you, Mark. Oh, I'm not. I'm laughing at him. There's, there's, he's not laughing. He's, he's in pain. He might be laughing just because he's hopped up on hydrocodone. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I don't know. Besides that, 
Oh, man. I asked Jordan how often Rob makes him do the concept, too, and what types of intervals they normally try to do. Somebody's asked. Who's he talking about? Ask you? Who? Ask Jordan. How often? That's Kevin Miller. He's a, he's a dude that's been on the show a couple times. How often Rob makes him? Who's him? You? I'm confused too. Person in the chat room, Kevin Miller. <laughs> you, you need great to, question, but we're confused. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, moto wise, though, have you got a chance to do any riding lately? Um, uh, no. Last time I rode was when we all went up and pre-read before that race. For that Toro event. Yep. Or was that TCRA? Yeah. Yeah, that's last time I rode. The next time I for sure plan to ride is the national. This Sunday. This Sunday. He's trying to talk me into this Sunday. But also the National Enduro next year in Texas. Texas, Oklahoma. Wherever it is. Uh-huh. Maybe this oh. Sunday. Oh, you're talking about the National Enduro Who wants to pay in my gas? Bridgeport, Texas. Yeah. The one yes. that they're putting on that's like super in close. In March or something? Mm-hmm. Yep. That yeah. one. I'll be there. Because there used to be Concha, but apparently, though a great race, it was too far away um, from the Metroplex. It was really hard to get to with all the teams and logistics and stuff like that. So they were like, hey, can we find a place closer to the Metroplex? Apparently, they were looking at some properties just north of Texas into Oklahoma mm-hmm. um, or Bridgeport. Which is awesome. Archie thinks that he can, he can make, it happen. make it work. I think he can. They're, they're, they're doing the event this weekend. So Archie Talaferro, Red River Dirt Rider, big, big uh, trail boss, if you will, for a lot of what went on at Last Man Standing. Yep. So anybody who knows or been out there or watched some of the footage, I mean, he is, is one of the main layer routerers of that event. Um, so the guy knows what he's doing, really cool guy. Um, this weekend, he's helped a lot of the Red River Dirt Riders that have kind of moved over to a different property up in Kalisburg, Texas. They're going to have round six, the the Bartow Ranch Enduro, this Sunday. And they took what typically has, I don't know, eight to ten miles of cross-country racing mm-hmm. on it and made it into 45 ground-mile Enduro. And I say 45 racing miles, not just not like... Not 45 ground miles, and we only race like half of that. Okay. Like, this is 45 race miles. Oh, sweet. Um, out at that property. So if anybody's in the North Texas or South Oklahoma or looking for a race they want to attend this weekend, uh, it's going to be an awesome time. You don't need to be a TSEC member. You can be if you want to have points paying, but if you want to just go out there and have fun like myself. I- I'm not a TSEC member this year just because of all the craziness that goes on with having our third kid and, you know money uh, and all that kind of <laughs> stuff and, and the logistics with that. But I'm going to be out there on Sunday. I'd look forward to meeting anybody that wants to come out there and have fun with us. I think I'm going to be on road 25. Farringer's going to be on 32. Yeah, because Nick Farringer's going to be out there. Yeah, Nick Farringer. So that's pretty so cool. So everyone should go. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And apparently Nick Farringer's putting on kind of an Enduro uh, 101, uh, Enduro 101 class there on Saturday, Saturday I think yep. 4 p.m., out at the property. So if you're going to come to the race, don't just show up you know, for the 8 o'clock riders meeting on Sunday. Come out Saturday night, do that class with Farringer, which should be really cool. Yeah, ask him questions, meet him. Or just stare at him. I think he likes that. He's into that. Maybe. Hmm? Awkward. I don't know. That's what I do. It always goes over really Star well. Starstruck. Yeah. Say <laughs> hi to you. Um, other than that, what else have I been up to? Two weeks. Have I been riding that much? So I did the mountain bike enduro. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. It was really cool, actually. I mean, that was really cool. I've already put two mountain bike enduros that are happening in Arkansas next year on my schedule. Like nice. the fam and I, we're going to borrow so, the RV again if my parents are down for it. So what's like travel. a mountain bike enduro versus just regular mountain bike race? Uh, think about the national enduro format, okay. and it's that. 
So you have like uh, tests. You, you that transfer to st- what they call stages. Okay. And then when you're at the stage, you know, they, it's it's all time based. So they say go, and then you or have a transmitter, uh, transponder, and you break, you know, the timing beam, start your time. And you go and you haul butt and go as fast as you can in said section. Yeah. And then when you you know break the beam, that ends your time. But then you, and then you transition to the next section. So it's just like really. A- it's, it's really a lot of like the national enduro format that we have here in the states. One thing though I've found is that on the national enduro, uh, if you wanted to take the trend, you know, they give you a crap ton of time. You know, yeah, transitions. Yeah. It feels like anyway. Now, obviously, if you had a mechanical and really had to fix something, you wouldn't. You'd be stressed and worried about time. Mm-hmm. But typically, you can just kind of, you know, mosey and you're totally fine. On a lot of the Enduros, now not the one we did down in Burnett, but in a lot of other Enduro series, when you end a, a stage, you only have X amount of time from your end time to make it in to oh, the so start even of the next Oh, so if you rail stage. through there. Right, so... That the, the idea is that you still they don't you're you're not going to be going 100 percent by any means in the transitions, but you're going to be you're you're needing to have a good trail pace. Yeah. Um. And and you think about the cycling aspect of it, a good trail pace cycling takes a lot more out of you, I think, than just yeah. a just a good trail pace. Uh, it, uh say like it, for enduro type single mm-hmm. track. Um, now we could get into the specifics of the type of trail and the elevation <laughs> and crap like that. But overall, I think, you know, that kind of that pedaling aspect of just like go and, and I think thing with Enduros too, is the idea is to try to transition to a higher elevation so that then the stage is majority downhill. Okay. So, you know, they try to get it around 75 to 90% downhill. So, you also got to think about the fact that the transitions then are typically climbs. Yeah. So it's it's, it's pretty taxing <sighs> in those like transitions, but it's a lot of fun, man. Oh my God! Somebody just said first time seeing the pompadour and they're digging it. Pompadour. Yeah. So you're mean? you're a chick. Yes. We figured this I out. Am. We've had this discussion before. <laughs> married to a guy. That's always a plus too. Um, so I've cut my hair. Yes. And, and it's just radically different. Yeah, and, and it looks so very nice as a woman. Yeah. A 22-year-old lady of the world. How have I how did I do? It looks really good. I like it. I am seeing a little gray though. Oh no, there that's not a little gray. It's a lot of gray. That's lot. gray. It's funny. I had a lot of people ask me. They're like, "Well, did you cut it so short on the sides to hide your gray?" And I was like, "Yep. You caught me." <laughs> Exactly why. Yet I left all the beard hair that has gray in it. If you wanted so to you totally gray, called me out. Dyed it. Yeah, I was like, you guys are dumb. No, it looks really good. Very uh, hip. I mean that in the best possible way. I, since I you mean, obviously didn't like I that mean compliment. That in the most, you're totally cool, but not a douchebag way. Yeah, not a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can be a douchebag, but I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we figured it out. The Kevin we- uh, Kevin Miller. This is a thought that you were the other Jordan Bailey that races motocross. I wish I could say that was the first time that's happened. Really? Yeah, it's really happened before. People have been like, "I saw you in the sweet video at Loretta's." I was like, "No, nope. you didn't." <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that was a pretty good GCC video. <laughs> what? Yeah. What Wrong, Jordan Bailey. That's a dude. I'm a chick. Yeah, they definitely need to pay more attention because I mean. One, if you're not watching the show and you're just kind of listening through YouTube, nah. I mean, my voice is kind of manly. Like, I've always said that my whole life, so. Laugh? My voice. Your whole laugh? <laughs> you heard it, didn't what? you? Yeah. It came, yeah, that country twang came out. No. Was it Argyle? 
Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to say because I probably say it really country. What? <laughs> nope. <laughs> the A word? <laughs> A-R-G-Y-L-E. That word. Let's see. Is there anything else going on there? Uh, okay. I know it was right on the grass track. Didn't even make it to the woods. So, Mark Cook. Mark Cook. On the grass track. track. Uh, it was funny. Third corner, Mark Weeks says. <laughs> Third corner from the start? That's no fun at from all. From the start. Hey, uh, while we while we keep talking, have we heard anything from Baylor? Still updating. Still updating. Okay, we'll do. He's having to update his Skype. Yep. Yikes. Because people can't do that before the show. They got to do it. Talking to you. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Person, Mr. Mr. Person of the night. So let's talk a little bit about the Ozark 100, though. So that happened this past weekend. Um, the the three stages, you know, th- three different stages that Mark Cook didn't get to ride any of, apparently. <laughs> three corners. That's just sad. And Stuart Baylor came away with the win, which is really cool. I think he got he got first, and he got second, and then he got first again. Yep. And that last one. And it sounds like um, in the last the night event that it was kind of Stuart Baylor on his own. On his own. Like, he kind of was able to... Okay, just go yeah, delete it from the... Kind of check out a little bit. Beginning, yeah. yeah. So this Ozark 100 is a lot like the Last Man Standing, from what I could tell. Yeah, and uh, it's actually uh, what... So it was a dirt rider actually kind of referred to it as that um, kind of when Last Man Standing came out, that it was a good filler, mm-hmm. was this event, the Ozark 100. Uh, a lot of cool different winners, guys that have been at Last Man Standing. But yeah, so... Uh, what is it, 25 miles and then 50 miles and then a 25-miler at night, I believe? At night, yeah. Something of the sort. Uh, we, we had the promoter on uh, two weeks ago. It was neat to find out that it's one of those things, like for the day events, it's really something anybody could go out and do. Like a B-rider could go and ride the course. It's going to be tough, but it's not stuff they can't impossible. make. Right? Yeah. It's not impossible. It's not last man standing at that point. It's where okay. you get into the night stuff and then they bring in some like something special was what they called yeah. one of the one of the tests. Uh it lit up with all the spectators and stuff like that. It looked ridiculously cool to be a spectator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not know, too right. I don't know too much about uh Oh, so Bailey Baylor was busy counting his money. Damn that is harsh. I guess we just said something bad sorry. about him. What? Sorry sorry for luck. No, I think we were making fun of Mark. Is that Mark? Sure. Sorry, Mark. How else would you spell cook? C-O-O-K. That's true. Not K-O-C-H. <laughs> There's, uh, I want to ask you, but at the same... <laughs> tell, him his, tell him his username. So Stuart Baylor just said that Stuart, uh, that Skype logged him out, uh, and he doesn't know his username. <laughs> so let's just give it to him. <laughs> if we could even figure it out. I don't know. Uh, well, if it comes out to it, just call him with Skype, and we'll just have him voice, because luckily enough, Jordan's better looking than me. Shoot. Um, one thing that's really neat, Ian Blythe from Colorado did really, really well, second place at the Ozark 100. Now, he was supposed to be racing... A lot of the GNCC series this past year, unfortunately, had an injury earlier on while training. Um, he's supposed to be riding with the KR4 guys. Now that he's kind of come back for come back from his injury, healed up, rehabbed, riding, racing, doing well, doing really well. <laughs> I mean, he kicked butt at the at the rally that he did down in Australia. Got won the free ride 
to the Dakar. Oh, that he's going to be on the Pan Am team there with the Rally Management Services, Dave Peckham and those guys. Super cool guys. Just in case you want to learn more about Rally, go check them out. Uh, so, I mean, and then doing really well here. Yeah. I mean, it seems like 2015 could be a great year for Ian. Is he still going to be on the KR4? I don't know. That's a good question. We could find that out. Let's see if he's in my in my list of, of peoples that might exist. In his list of really cool friends. That's what it really says. Notice how you're not on there? <laughs> oh, burn. I am. Uh, are you? Mm. You got lucky. You got lucky. Let's see what he says. So third place, Nick Ferringer, who's going to be on the show a little bit later. I mean, unless maybe he won't answer either or will have issues and can't figure something out. But it's, it's going to be interesting. Congrats to him on third place. But mm-hmm. I look forward to kind of seeing how what they thought of the events. It would have been fun to be able to go up there. But unfortunately, that's just such a haul. And as we were saying, like money, time, school. School. Man, when you, when you want to make all these events, it's so super tough. I did sign up for the TKO, though. The 2015 TKO again. Are y'all going to like have a caravan this year, next year too? I think so. Well, my dad, you know, my mom and dad just mm-hmm. bought their RV. And so I'm pretty sure that my dad's going to want to kind of do like a, 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 I guess our own kind of caravan yeah. this time. So yeah. it's, I don't know how that's going to go. If it's going to be like the whole clan, the whole Pierce clan, or if it's going to be just me and Papa Pierce and we kind of like pick up some riders and fill it up and spend on gas money and kind of yeah. go out there. Yeah. But something of that accord. Yeah. I Sweet. mean, but we had a super rad group last year, so I'm sure we could, you know, if you and Coop wanted to come, we could sneak you in fun. somewhere. I don't know my skill level on the TKO, but I'd give it a shot. I think I, I think you surprise yourself because the the fr- just kind of not having enough fire, you know, under my butt, if you will. When when I did my first lap mm-hmm. of the first fourteen miles, like first thirteen miles or whatever, that's really what bit me in the butt because when I so I did the first the first one with a couple stupid mistakes, nothing super major that cost me a lot of time. It was when I came around for my second lap and I got I started then getting hung up because of riders that were yeah, just stacked up and hung up in different lapping. places, right? So at that yeah. point you're totally lapping people, but you're coming into these sections that are like twenty plus riders deep you know yeah and so that is what bit me in the butt and then i wound up missing you know missing the second round of our the amateur program by three minutes yeah and three minutes is that racing wise that's still a long time but i think i could make three minutes up but it's just like i just need to know that that first lap it needs to be very aggressive yeah so then when you come around and get stuck you have time to so in case i get either stuck on my own accord that's it you know that i've got time to make up for it or if you know, I do get caught up in a bunch of bottlenecks, then I've got yeah. time to kind of like. But you have to in those bottlenecks. You have to just elbow up and be like, "Guys, move! I'm racing." Yeah, because they're get hanging out of the out, way. You know. Hey, so. hey Baylor, uh, you got your video on, or are we not going to see your pretty face tonight? Hold on, I don't. Did you act like I know how to do all this stuff? Well, you're from South <laughs> Carolina. Hey, I see your face. You're so pretty. Got it now. They're so pretty. I think our camera, though, Stephen, is looking at the wall. Oh yeah. Hi. Do you remember? Do you remember your yeah, good your friend Jordan Bailey? Bro. Huh? He said our cameras. Off. Shout out Skylar Allen for me. You got it. I don't know what that's for, but hey, chat room it up, buddy. Be excited in the chat room, and I'll be excited for you. So, Stuart <laughs> Baylor, are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? I came. We came in like uh, stepbrothers, though. 
Got Hensley here. Nice. What's up, What's dude? Up, dude? Hey, it's Walter like a, White. It's like job interview day with Elvin. <laughs> <and his stepbrother. laughs> it really is. It's like, hey, is it okay if I sneak in there and try to get me one too? <laughs> There's a silent M in your name, right, Brian? Like Pan Brian um Brian um You have to watch this movie. You have to watch Step Brothers enough to even know what I'm talking. It's about. been a long time, and honestly, I watched it once because I was just kind of like, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm losing brain cells." Not smoking pot, <laughs> not drinking, but watching Step Brothers. Like it was interesting uh, enough. So Stu Baylor, congratulations! Won the Ozark 100 this past weekend. Yeah. Fireworks. Yeah. I know. You got $2,000 and you can't get a computer to run Skype to come on seat time. I've got an iPhone, even better. <laughs> Dig it. There you go, buddy. There you go. So, there's been a lot of stuff going on. You've had an up and down year. Did freaking fantastic in Argentina with the junior trophy team. Congratulations on that. So, just like. I guess take me through kind of like the back half with the ISDE and then where you've been kind of trying to put together 2015 to then now with the Ozark 100 doing so awesome. Um, or you I know, can ask uh, very detailed questions and not allow you to, stay, to to go off subject. Either or, buddy. It could be your show or mine. Well, I mean, honestly, I'm so ADD that I've just, I might, I'm just going to start firing from the hip anyway. All right. So <laughs> tell me about the ISDE. <laughs> hey, this works. This works. All right. Um, ISD went really well. Uh, you know, we didn't lose any bikes to the four riders all week. I was definitely pumped on that. Um, you know, had a couple crashes through the week. Everybody did, but uh, it was just uh, the survival of the fittest and the guys that actually paid attention to their filters. I mean, you know, you had to be a good mechanic as well as a good racer. So, um, you know, our whole team, we we were worried about the filters every time we saw a check. So uh, we were changing filters, you know, six times a day at least. And you know, at the end of the at the end of the six days, it, it definitely helped. You know, we weren't the guys stuck on the side of the track with the, I think, 112 bikes in one day. Right. And I can only imagine the rest of the week. So, uh, you know, it was it was pretty pretty treacherous on the bikes. Um, I'm glad none of us lost any bikes and everybody was to was able to ride consistent all week long. Yeah, man. So super awesome that you guys were able to get the win. You know, the last time that happened was was the, with Kurt Caselli on the team. Was that 2006 or 2007 in New Zealand? 2006. I believe it was 2006. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, so that's and I know that the World Trophy team was was trying to win. You know, it, it, not just for themselves, but obviously for themselves, for Kurt. Um, so it would have been awesome if that had worked. If it didn't, you know, Zach Osborne having some bad luck on that first day right there in that second st special test. But uh, so what was the morale like at six days, uh, you know, kind of within the team? Were people, I guess, were they sad that Kurt wasn't there? Or was everybody amped to just be there and to be, you know, kind of ride and do it for him? Um, you know, honestly, uh, Kurt was definitely a topic all week long. You know, all the guys would be, uh, well, I think the main, the main one that I heard was after every near life, near death experience, I guess, in the rental car, Brownie or Taylor or somebody would turn around and say, man, Kurt would have been proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it was. Uh, That's awesome. I mean, it, we we had a good time down there, and uh, I mean, he was he he was definitely there without being there, if you know what I mean. So oh, yeah. uh, everybody everybody had him in mind. Uh, it was it was it was awesome that that we won, and uh, it was also good to know, you know, for the trophy guys that that they would have won, you know, even. Even with all the all the things that went wrong for them all week long, you know they they showed that they were still the strongest team. Even even just being half a team by the end of the week. Yeah, yeah, man, it was. It's kind of crazy that we didn't lose any more people. That it was really just the one that kind of you know it looked like Australia was just going to lose one, and then all of a sudden they like lost two more guys. So yeah, uh, and then Caleb Russell, his second ISDE, and getting the top American. Um, Taylor Robert was really kind of in for that position, but then unfortunately he kind of had an, at one day where he had some manu- uh, bike malfunctions he had to deal with. So, okay, so then we kind of go into a lull where you're getting ready to do stuff for 2015, probably trying to work on things that are going to be more talked about either now on the show or later in the future and getting ready for the Ozark 100. So what did that look like for you getting back from Ar- Argentina? or uh, Argentina? Well... Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got home and I was only home for a day and then I had to straight out of Missouri. Um, I went out to the western side of the state and did some he- deer hunting out here. And, uh, you know, it was me and Corey McDonald, one of the one of the Omaha mechanics. And um, I think actually going to be my, my brother's mechanic for next year. So um, we came out, tried to kill a couple deer and did a lot of riding at uh, Midwest Extreme Park and then headed over towards uh, Springfield. Hung out here with the Hensleys and uh, did some riding. Um, rode some four wheelers. Did some awesome wheelies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know we were just we just been playing all week and um, you know then led up to the hundred miler and um, you know I went in I went in knowing that uh, it wasn't going to be quite as easy as I came out thinking. Whenever I saw the Ferringer and Blythe were going to be there and um, you know it. Both of the guys were riding really well. We rode together. You know, I think we raced for five and a half hours, roughly, and we rode together for the majority of that. And uh, you know, we had a had a good time. All had some really good battles. Um, the whole second moto it was sweet. Uh, I don't think I don't think we ever got further than maybe ten feet from each other's wheels. So it was uh, it was an awesome battle back and forth with uh, with Ian and, and Nick as well. Um, but you know it was uh, it was a good time the whole the whole race. Uh, Blythe actually passed me two turns from the end, and then um, that I had just got over a, the sketchiest pass in my life, passing him like just before <laughs> that. So uh, we were going back and forth pretty hard. So it was a good time. And then the final moto, you know, the night, night moto, um, I knew that if I wasn't if I wasn't able to get up front fast enough that. <laughs> What's your face? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to tell Jordan. I was like, if you have a question, make sure you ask it. And then she goes, <laughs> I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> like, Jordan, we did the enduro cross. I was like, this is, yeah, this is jump change. I mean, granted, people were pissed in the comments yeah, they were. because the commentary sucked ass. And I can't pronounce but names. Suck it, okay? <laughs> Continue your story. So sorry sir. about that. Back to the story, man. I- I don't know. I don't even know why, but I actually remember what I was talking about this time. Usually, I don't. So, you know, that, that's a good thing. Hey, being um, on seat time's good for everybody. We're, we help educate and brighten America's youth. <laughs> yep. If that's what you want to say. Yes. Uh, 
if that's what you have to tell yourself to go to sleep at night. Oh, well, I don't tell myself shit. I'm like, Brian, it's time to go to sleep. And it's like, oh. It's that easy, folks. Just got to be comfortable in your own soul. Okay, now do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I forget, um, so we let into the night show, and I kind of knew, like, going in, that if I wasn't upfront early on, it was going to be it was going to be tricky making it through all the sections. Um, the rocky sections were gnarly, and it, and it was really one line. Um, there were a couple options, the lines out there, but if you weren't in that main line, you were definitely struggling. And uh, the main line, even though even though it, it was the easiest line, it was still far from easy, and uh, I knew. I knew if I was behind somebody, I'd lose whatever momentum I could have. And got up, early, got up front early, tried to kind of check out before the first technical section. And uh, you know, I made it clean through there and just opened my gap up. You know, every lap, I, I added a little bit more time on the guys. But it was uh, it was gnarly to say the least. And doing, you know, I, I guess I kind of related to TKO. And even though there was actually breaks in the track, which was definitely nice. Um, you know, we did race for an hour, so that made things harder. And it was at night, and the certain certain sections were, uh, I want to say, right there with the harder sections of TKO. Um, but it was, I mean, it was awesome. So I had a blast all day long. Very cool. Um, you didn't get a chance. You didn't do any TKO this year, right? Because of your wrist. Or did you start a little bit at TKO this year? I can't remember. Uh, I broke my hand at TKO. Okay, at TKO. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I, I it's because you didn't it. do enduro cross. That's what it was. The next weekend is yeah, when you. Yeah, next weekend was enduro cross. Yeah, yeah, I hurt. I hurt my hand there at uh, TKO, and then didn't go to the enduro cross the following weekend. <laughs> we got we got all kinds of fun stuff in the chat room while we're while you're talking, and the best one just came up. I would rather learn about this stuff than chemistry. Ah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta love that. Uh, so we got a couple though that are pretty good, and we'll get to some of these questions. So don't think I'm skipping over this for any other reason, but because he's uh, kind of talking about the TKO, we'll go with that. So apparently, you flipped the UTV with Nick. So we got to hear about that, and then we also want to hear about the photo op that you had on something special. Oh, the photo! I didn't know. I didn't realize that uh, it was that. I just, um, you know, I took advantage of it. There was too many cameras, so uh, I guess I kind of started it. I guess you could say. If you will, so it was like really, starting the wave. It wasn't planned by any means. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I took the goggles off, and then I was getting halfway up it, and I got stuck again. And I saw Shan sitting there, so I'm like, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> hanging off the back of the bike, like steam blowing up, so. Now, it was a good time. There was uh, uh, there was a ton of people lining the hill, so um, you know I definitely had to get had to give the crowd something. Uh, tossed some goggles, had a good time, and uh, you know got some loud screams screams out of it, which is all I'm after. <laughs> I hear that. That's just like my Saturday night, because all the screams I get are two year olds and, and nine months old. <laughs> I'm not screaming anymore. <laughs> And and you're like you're like hiding your face like oh man not this again <laughs> like I don't wanna but okay Got so me. you're saying that so you're saying that all the screens I, I I won't want them here in a few years oh that is the darndest truth you're just like I want the I want the most quietest quiet like you just like you don't want a soundproof room because you're a drummer and you want to go record stuff you want like a soundproof room so you could just go sit in it and hear absolutely nothing. <laughs> 
Dude, you need to pick up deer hunting or something. <laughs> Dude, I ride my dirt bike. What are you talking about? Me and my That's ma- a lot of noise, that's why, too. Like, everybody, that's why like I have all my friends that ride mountain bikes and dirt bikes and run and stuff. They all listen to music when they do this. And I that is the farthest from what I want because like those are the times when I literally just want to t- like completely space out. Like, And if I think about work or I think about all that stuff, fine, but I don't want even like music, like, I just want nothing. I can't deer hunt, though. I'll be honest. Like, I, I honestly, I'd rather just go out there and sit in the woods and go camping than deer hunt. I just, if I know I'm killing the deer for my family and for food, I'm cool with it. I, I personally just, not that I have an issue with other people hunting. I just, like, I'm like, I can't fucking shoot a deer, man. I can't do it. It's Bambi. Like, I just, I don't have the heart for it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm the V word. I'm just not going to say it because Jordan's here. Thank you. <laughs> so well i'm respectful ish see even my dirt bike's more like a job too so uh, well for I, you i've yeah. got to have something i've got to have something even to get away from that so uh deer hunting's good for me it's like the only time i'm not doing anything i hear so. that so uh now about the flipped utv um yeah so we uh the place where we went out and rode on the western side of the state is uh owned by Bill Graham, who we met out here a couple weeks ago, and he said, hey, I'm doing a big barbecue. Um, this was the day after the 100-miler, and he said, uh, you know, come up hang out with us. We just made a new track out here behind the shop. I've got a live band going, you know. We'll have some fun. If you want to take out the UTVs, I've got three of them. It'll be a good time. And um, Nick went, like, straight from smile ear to ear, um, ready to go, hopping on this UTV. And as we were pulling off, um, we took a lot of gravel out of his parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) And we were chasing Cole and Corey and the other UTV and just pretty much going as hard as we could. And not really sure what happened, but I know that I know that I saw ground and then I saw sky and then everything just stopped and we were hanging upside down. And there was oil, there was oil dripping on us. Um, you know, the first thing, the first thing I was thinking of was the first UTV race at the GNCC. Somebody stuck their arm out, broke their arm whenever they went to flip. So I knew we were flipping. Like I, I just, I, it was like the most slow motion thing. So I ball up in the feet off position and I'm hanging there upside down with oil dripping on me, still staying in that position. And, and Nick just dropped straight out on his face and he hops out and he's like, man, that was some crazy sh- wasn't it? And I was like, <laughs> I was I, I was still hanging there at this point, and I'm like, dude, I I need to get a picture right now while I'm hanging upside down, <laughs> just because what if Corey and them don't come up here before we get it flipped back over? Right. We got to have some kind of evidence. <laughs> but uh, did no, you it get was the a, picture? It, oh yeah, I got the picture. Did you um, post it? Yeah. No. No. No, it was. Uh, it was the worst picture I think I've ever taken. Uh, wait. Ever? Did you have pants on? <laughs> Where'd he go? Now we can't hear you. Now we can't hear you. You. And now he's screwed it up. Way to go. Somebody come tell me how to work my phone. I don't know what's going on. 
Oh, he's gone. He hung up. Nope. Well, I think someone needs to post that picture. Yeah, that's what I think. While he's staring and screwing things up, I think we need to get him to send us the picture and we can drop it into the show. Yep. So, Oh, while we're talking about fun things, though, so in case those of you didn't remember, so TSEC this Sunday, I did a little preview video. Now, again, it's an enduro, so this isn't about trying to show a lot of the course. You know, right. This is literally just kind of like, hey, check out what the, you know, kind of a good idea of what it could be of what it could be like and uh i would definitely say if you're 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 picking tires prepare for hard pack with kind of some marbly stuff on top of it Mm -hmm. um there are still some leaves so things are a little hidden and and in the sections where the soil's good Mm -hmm. it's decent but by no means i wouldn't plan at this point for moisture um now again there's some rocks and stuff like that i think when i was talking to mike uh tosh uh with kinda he was saying that was shugel too would probably be the best tire for choice. So in case anybody out there is either looking for which Kinda tire to run or maybe a tire, the Kinda Washugal 2 would be really good for the T-Sec race this weekend. I, I'd ask Mark Cook in the chat room if he's going to be there this weekend, but we know he screwed that up. Hey, you there, buddy? Yeah. What'd you Can do? you hear me? Did you hit the off button? I I really don't know. I'm... uh. I, I don't know how any of this stuff works. Okay. I'm lucky that I even got it pulled up. There you go. <laughs> uh, so before we lose you again or anything goes crazy and Nick Ferringer decides to go to sleep because he's turning into an old man like me. Send what? us that selfie. Yeah. <laughs> send us that selfie, one. And two, so what you need to do is send us that when we're when the show's over and we'll post it while Nick's on since it was you and Nick's wreck. And two, How's the wrist coming along? How's it feeling? What's your 2015 looking like? You know, we are sponsored by Fly Racing, so I wear Fly Racing. She wears Fly Racing. Are we all going to be like Twinkies? Like, tell us what's up, broski. Yeah, yeah, I think we are. Um, I've got I've got Fly support again for next year. Um, I'll be doing my own deal. It's going to be myself and Trevor Bollinger. We'll be running all the national enduros as well as the GNCCs. Um, Right now, it, uh, it looks like we're going to have the support of KTM again. So, um, you know, it'll kind of be like the 2012 year. Um, and I would love to say it'd be a repeat of that because uh, that was definitely definitely a great year for me. So uh, Yes, it was. Uh, it's going to be a uh, back, to the, back to the roots race team, I guess. Um, you know, it's just going to be me and, me and Trevor out there having fun and, uh, you know, kind of Kind of forgetting all the, all the other things, and um, you know, back to just riding the dirt bike. So I'm hoping hoping I'll be able to have more fun out of it, and uh, you know, forget about all the all the other stuff and all the stress that that comes along with it. Um, you know, obviously, obviously, all the other guys. Yeah, this kid needs to go get a job and and figure all that out. But uh, you know, whenever whenever anything does become a job it's uh it's definitely stressful so um you know at this point it's been i mean it's been the last 17 years of my life so uh, it's all i know but uh you know whenever whenever you don't lose it it's uh it's or whenever you don't win and you start losing kind of like i have for the last couple of years you know it takes a lot out of you so i've had a lot of a lot of stress and um you know it's, uh, it's definitely been tough trying to come back from the injury but right now you know everything's looking good um the race like i said was five and a half hours long and my fingers got sore, but uh, you know that's the only thing that if I, if that's the only thing that I have to deal with, you know I can I can definitely deal with that for next year. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't three hours of constant pounding uh, like GNCC will be, but um, 
I think I think I'm moving in the right direction. You know, my last couple of GNCCs, I was getting stronger as the race went on. So hopefully for next year, everything everything keeps moving that way. Okay. Um, it's really interesting with the fact that your brother making such a big switch, I think a big switch anyway, uh, having been kind of what we've seen on KTMs for so long and kind of in that support role and what a lot of people expected him <clears> to work into the XC1, you know, kind of 450 role there at KTM. Um, and then he gets announced on the Blue Crew, which we're kind of thinking is a new name or a new formal name or whatever. But uh, how did all that come about? I mean, has that kind of been something that's in the works for a while, do you think, with your brother? Or a uh, last-minute decision? Um, or? Well, you know, uh, I, think, I think that Ampro has been, has been looking for a rider that they can kind of groom, such as KTM has been so good at doing. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think, you know, with Grant being 17 and, and doing as well as he is, it'd be a good opportunity for the Yamaha team. Um, and it's, you know, also good for Grant. I mean, we're only we're only 45 minutes from Randy's team. And, uh, you know, like I said, right now I'm out in Missouri hanging out with hanging out with one of well, Grant's future mechanics. So um, we're tight with these guys. And, uh, you know, we've had we've had a long relationship with them, you know, on and on and off the track. Um, you know, we know we've known Randy for quite some time and he's helped us out a lot so uh you know I, I think i think it was definitely it was definitely a switch that has been thought about for a long time but it's never necessarily been approached um and you know with this year it just uh it just came about to where it was the the right choice for grant and that's that's what he wanted to do yeah yeah it's crazy that you just admitted that he's 17 not admitted but brought it up it just I know Grant's young, but 17 is just insane. Like, that's crazy that he's that fast, that dominant. And, you know, he was smart enough to be riding a 450 at the National Enduros this past year because he wanted to get used to a 450. Yeah, for next year. For next year to be in the XE1 class. It's like, holy crap, dude. It's going to be nuts, man. You're going to be racing your brother. So what happens when he beats you? (laughs) Are you just going to just hang it up? I mean, you know, I, I had to get used to it this year. You know, last year... Last year I didn't race all season long, so I didn't really, you know, I had never gotten beat with beat by him. And then this past year, it, it was it was like half the races he beat me. And uh, you know, there towards the end of the season, I I started coming back around, and uh, you know, I showed him I showed him who was still the dominant <laughs> one. But uh, you know, it was it it was everything I had. And it was in the back of my mind the whole time. Like I could see I could see pit boards that Dad or Alan would be giving Grant and say. Uh, minus 30 seconds to Stewart. They'd have him down by their hip whenever I came by, and I'm like, man, he's getting close. Like, this is going to be it. <laughs> and I, and I, I knew when it was coming. And then uh, the best was at, at Ohio, um, the John Penn GNCC. We all came in off the motocross, and uh, it was a it was like a five-way battle for second place. And, uh, you know, we're, we all roll in, and we're sitting there, and Auntie looks at me. And he looks at his watch and he says, Stuart, it looks like you weren't fast enough to beat baby brother. <laughs> and I look back and sure enough, there's Grant. He beats me by like five or six seconds. And I think he got, he wound up getting second overall. He beat, he beat all five of us who were battling for second by, you know, a couple of seconds. So uh, it was, you know, that was, that was, that was one where I actually thought I had him and he came in and, and whacked all of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, but, that's crazy. That makes sense. Yeah, I've, I've had to deal with it a couple of times this year, so I'll be fine with it. Um, I mean, 
but you know we do bump a little bit at the house and there's probably some bumps that he owes me and uh some bumps that i might give him you know <laughs> dig it that's the way it should be though y'all are brothers and uh, you know good good brothers at that so that'll be fun to watch well okay so we've talked about a lot of stuff but what's kind of next on the agenda um, how are you going to continue, you know, the momentum of Ozark 100 into more positive thoughts, more positive racing, you know, more better, you know, better, more better training, if you will, to come into, you know, 2015. I, I think National Enduros are going to start first and, and come in swinging. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm going to do the same thing that I do every year, and that's uh, that's keep my head down and and know what I've got to do and know know where I came out of this past year and know where I've got to go in to, to the following year. And, um, you know, I've always been really good at, at, at knowing where I need to be. And, um, you know, now after coming, you know, coming back from this injury and everything, I feel like, you know, I feel like I, I know where I needed to be. And, you know, obviously this summer I started working a lot harder and then, you know, I got hurt again there at TKO. So that was, uh, you know, it's just another, another big letdown, you yeah, know, everything yeah, started to around. Yeah, so um, you know, I, I've uh, I, I know where I need to be. I know where I want to be, and um, I know what I've got to do to get there because I've done it before. So uh, you know, that's the uh, that's the main thing there. Um, I've got a really good trainer and a bit good training program back at home. Um, you know, going into the national enduros, it's uh, starting out in two South Carolina venues. So you know, I'm pumped. Like. Uh, you know, these are the these are two of the races where I did so well in 2012. You know, Sumter, where we're going back to start off the season now, is uh, is kind of where I kicked off my 2012 season. You know, that was the day that everybody called me a cheater, and uh, and I was able to walk away smiling from it. I loved it. You know, that was yeah. just it was just that much better. So, uh, you know, um, that was uh, that was kind of the start of that whole 2012 championship. So, you know, going back there, um, the hometown crowd. You know, the the track that that I that was my first race when I was three years old, you know, it uh, it definitely means a lot. So I'm I'm wanting to get that win there, and um, you know, if I can do that, that's all the confidence that I'll need to pull me through the rest of the season. Awesome. <coughs> and I, I just I just wish that I could finish a race and feel like I won. I don't really need to win. I just need to get the feeling that I won. I don't know how you get that without winning. <laughs> Uh, not wanting to fall off the bike okay. when you're done, yeah, or like true. be like, not feeling oh, good. Oh, my hands! <laughs> you know, yeah. when you actually get to ride every weekend, and, and, and the, the times you race aren't the only times you ride. Yeah, those kind of experiences, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel like death when you get off the bike. Exactly. Well, cool, Mr. Baylor. Any other fun, uh, fun snippets of information? What about uh, any kind of maybe some rumors that you've heard about other people that aren't announced yet? I haven't heard anything yet. Um, you know, just uh, just me and Trevor, and those are the only those are the only two that I really knew that weren't announced um, up until now. So, uh, yeah. And then Ferringer, he just texted me. He said that he said to hurry up. He's ready to talk. He's getting old or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if Ferringer wants to come on, I guess we might as well wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll take a nap whenever I wake back up. Then, uh, then tell him it's his turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you are you are an honest person, which I enjoy, and I find Caleb Russell to be the same way. You know, when you guys are on the show, y'all are pretty uh, pretty honest, which I, I I'm very appreciative for. 
and he was on the Paul Pomek show last night. And I just want to know what you guys think about what a lot of the other media outlets do for, I guess, us and us as in the off-road community because we try as uh, a program, Seat Time the Show, we try to send out press releases and get in touch with other media outlets or, or people like a, like series sponsors like GNCC, for instance, because you're a GNCC racer, maybe like National Enduros. And we try to tell them, hey, we're going to have your riders on because they were on the podium on our show. Will you help talk about that? And, and we never really get much of a response. But last night on the Pulp MX show, we noticed that GNCC and a bunch of other people were blowing up the fact that Caleb Russell you know, was coming on the show. And I, I just did, did like, what do you think we might need to do to try to find people that are going to help, I guess, maybe support us? I don't know if that's the right way to look at it or the right question to ask. Maybe we're just a shitty show. But I didn't know if you had any input on, like, how we could possibly do that. Um, honestly, I, I really don't even know. I guess, uh, I guess it's all about knowing the right people. So shoot me a text, and I can give you a couple phone numbers and, uh, and see if that will help out. All right. Uh, as long as you doesn't say, hey, here's a couple Snapchats that you need to send pictures to, then I'm probably – Uh-oh. I'm, I'm pumped right now. The, the We were talking about the uh, UTV flipping, and Bill Graham just texted me. He said, did you check the oil in the UTV before you left? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was on me. I checked it because I was wearing Actually, it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we really did. We did check the oil. Um, that was, uh, you know, we had we had the, the engineer, Nick, checking it over. Um he he had to he had to draw it all up and um, you know make sure he knew exactly where everything was first. You know you know what so. I see when uh, when I think of Stuart Baylor and Nick Ferringer checking the oil on this UTV, I see somebody pulling out a dipstick and running around and slapping people. With it. That's what I see. That's what that's what, that's what I get. That's what I think of when in my head with Stuart Baylor checking the oil. Not on the just UTV. like a totally normal. Yeah, just not like hey, thing. I got like a paper towel. Looks like, good. Oh, okay, yeah, it's like hey guys. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Honestly, it was uh, it, it was about like that. You should have seen us flipping it back over. That was a good time because Cole Hensley gets up on top of the thing and he's he's standing up on it and he's like, "Hey guys, check this out!" And we're just like, <laughs> "Hold my beer, watching this." Dude, yeah, we're trying to flip this thing over and he's standing up like getting selfies or something with the thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was a good time. So definitely had a good time with Nick. And and believe it or not, he can actually play a guitar. Nick, I was shocked Ferringer on that too. Or Nick Cole Hensley. Nick. Nick. All right, we'll talk to him about his guitar playing skills too. Yeah. He yeah. He, he hasn't texted you yet to tell you to get off the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's already texted me. He he's uh, he's probably concerned because you know I have some, I might have some videos about the guitar playing oh shit just saying maybe possibly somewhere well when uh, the sh- you're off the show you send them to us and steven <laughs> will put them in the show and then we will play them while nick is on and not tell him and he'll hear it and be like <laughs> like oh my god it'll be intense bro uh well I think I think he wouldn't mind if you guys posted it. You know, I'll try to find the most embarrassing one. Like if there was <laughs> if there was one where he was pulling clothes off or something like that, like that's the one we're going to. Oh, so we're going viral, man. 
<laughs> Once again, we should probably disclose we're not that type of show. Yeah, this that's our Thursday night. Well, <laughs> that's my Thursday night show. Jordan, don't put me in that. Jordan is the, I am not a part yeah, of that. I have, to, I have to steam clean the couch, but it happens. All right, Stuart Baylor, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for being who you are. We appreciate that. It's always a good time. Uh, congrats on your win. Good luck next year, and I know we'll be chatting soon, my friend. All right. Thanks a lot. We'll talk soon. Later. Send us the videos and pictures. All right, guys. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that was a good time. What would you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really was. You're like, you check. You put a lot of pressure on me to <laughs> give more than that. Um, yeah, it was really awesome. Oh God! Is there like a card over here? It's been a like, long week of like school quick, already. Like one liners off of that I don't <laughs> no, know is over there because I really need to pay more attention. I'm to really sorry. Somewhere. Um, yeah, Sue's always a good time. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. I like Lots how uh, we get so much fun information. Luckily, our chat room—they <laughs> uh, were—they were, they were kind of cued us in on the UTV. Yeah, yeah. A lot I think he would have kept that, that one secret <laughs> without nah, that's a, okay. that nudge. One thing that we definitely don't want to keep secret for those of you guys tuning in: Teespring.com/slash/seat-time-hoodie. So, seat time hoodie. We are uh, for like another day or two selling the seat time hoodies. So it's the fun uh, seat time logo. That's on my back. That you can't really see well because it's on her back for seat time. So it's to help support the show. So please go check that out. Uh, teespring.com slash seat time hoodie, but dashes between the words because I'm an idiot. You can just so. search it in the Teespring website. That's the way it works. Is that Shan Moore? Yeah, Shan Moore's on seat time. I'm just kidding. Nick Ferringer, dude, you look like you're wearing a button-up. No. Me? Yeah, like it's like the way the shadow was and stuff. It looked like you had like a like oh, okay. It looked like you had like a button-up shirt, but buttoned all the way up so that you had it was like Vato style or something. Like <laughs> I would go with your haircut. Shut up. Classy. So, dude. See, I thought this was live. Oh yeah. Huh? I can say all that stuff I want to when it's live. We're live. This this is what happens, Shan. <laughs> this is why we're actually not a real show because we're just we just spitball it. Huh. I think we do a pretty well, good job. <laughs> Shan's like, I think I want to say, nope, I'm a, I don't know. I don't know. So Nick Farringer, third place at the Ozark 100 this year. It looked like you were coming in for a close second, but you weren't able to take out Mr. Ian Blythe, either you know, pure racing or maybe in a dirty fashion, however you needed to do. Take a selfie as you're going up the hill and blind him with your flash. Anything could have worked. So what did you think of the event on your Husqvarna? Husqvarna. I thought it was a cool event. Uh, I really didn't know it was going to be a moto format. I kind of, we kind of showed up late, following the whole Thanksgiving dinner thing, and I'd blown the bike up the weekend before, and we had some new suspension coming in. So I thought we'll test through the day and battle it out in the main event. But uh, when they said it was moto format, I was like, e okay, we'll scratch the whole testing thing. And yeah. I got pretty beat up in the first moto, but uh, the second moto, I was dialed, and the you know myself. Uh, Stu and Ian, we were we were railing just a freight train through the woods, and it was you know it was impressive how fast Ian was riding and, and Stu was riding strong, and he was bonsai passing left and right, and uh, I was just trying to hang in there and ride safe. I'm coming back from an injury myself, so I didn't want to overdo it, but uh, I was able to ride strong, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Very but, uh, cool. 
yeah, the, the, the main event there at night, uh, <clears throat> I had a little better ride there and kind of yo-yoed back and forth while Stu led the whole thing. I'd catch him at the bottom of some hills while he'd get unstuck and I'd get stuck and try to run him down in the night and uh, just kind of did that until the end of it. So, Man, it, uh, there was a, a video that, it, and I think it was probably just you know a, a fan on something special or on one of the other special tests, and it looked like it was you kind of, it was from Ryder's right side, and it looked like you, but I didn't know if you were there because earlier in the day I saw a picture of you with your lights, but you were talking about the River Run GP, and I was like, I'm so confused. It looks like it's at the Ozark 100, but then as I watched it, I was like, that looks like a Husky. It's a guy in moose. I'm going to guess that it's Nick Ferringer. So that's kind of like, I was like, oh, cool, he's there. So, I mean, is it an event you'd come back to? Do you Would you classify as this kind of as a hard enduro? What do you think? I'll definitely come back. Um, it it wasn't what I expected. I thought it would be more of a straight up just gnarliness start to finish. But honestly, it was more of a really fun, flowy, moderately technical, really rough trail with a few technical elements thrown in. And they kind of concentrated the technical stuff as the race went. So, yeah, I plan on coming back. And I've I've paid attention to it over the years and always wanted to come. But Never really had the motivation after Thanksgiving weekend when, you know, the season's winding down. Why drive a few hours, you know, eight hours west to go do a hard dirt bike race? But yeah. I finally, and I'm happy I did. Yeah, well, very cool, man. Yeah, and, and you're going to be coming to the TSEC race this weekend, right? I am. I am. That's so super cool. So, I mean, I don't know if this is good or bad for you, but I'm super excited that we actually get to hang out again in person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounds like a stalker. <laughs> Hey man, I got I got oh. my bromance has to continue to move around so that way no one person feels like feels they're getting like too much attention, you know? Yeah, keep it fair, keep it fair. <laughs> I like to freak more than one person out a year, honestly. You it's know. more fun that way. So, uh, what what are your thoughts on the event this weekend? I, I noticed that you're going to be doing an Enduro 101 class on Saturday beforehand, and you're going to be on row 32, so you're going to be behind me, so you're going to have to pass me. So, I mean, there's a lot to think about. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed there's eight sections, so that's eight eight chances I get to uh, eat your roost until I stuff you. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm way nicer than that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> no, I don't know much about the event. I do know I'm yeah doing a enduro one on one. I don't entirely know what that entails, but I'm going to be there at 4 p.m. <laughs> uh, Love it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to uh, help those who are not familiar with the restart format get comfortable with it, which Pretty much, I'm just going to have them hand me their ICOs. I'm going to chuck it in the recycling bin and tell them go have fun. <laughs> Love it. That's good too. Um, yeah, I was wondering about that too because that's that's kind of how I figured out that you were going to be there. I saw the post. You know, they asked me to go out and do the recon, which I did, and I talked with Archie and with Travis and all that. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, all oh, you guys did a great job layout. It's going to be super fun. So, I, you know, yesterday I'm like tooling around the internet and see that TSEC post this picture of you, and I'm like, hey, Nick. Why is the T-Sec logo by you? You know, like, I talk to you when I see pictures of you, by the way. And um, Just because of that creepy I, As I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, an Enduro 1. Oh, that's so cool. And then I'm like, wait, he's going to – is he going to be at the – that's why I sent you that very cryptic text of, are you going to be at the race? Because I was like, this says you are. So, yeah, I mean, apparently you're are doing something. Are you aware something. you're yeah. going to be at this race? <laughs> you're given a, uh, a 101 class. I don't know what it's going to entail either, but, uh, I mean – I could I could be there as moral support if you need. 
I mean, that might be needed. I mean, my people told me I'm going to be there, so I'll be there. And uh, <laughs> Whoa, you have people? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's just me in a van. Okay, I, I was like, I, whoa, I don't <laughs> And nobody is my people. My <laughs> wife's pretty much my people. She tells me what to do and I laugh, but then do it anyway. So, well, kind of the way it works, you know. Sh- yeah, Shan's probably nodding his head. Yeah, yeah. that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what, what, uh, so National Enduro season was going awesome for you. Fortunately, got a little bruised up. Had to, ha- had to deal with your knee. You're still kind of recovering from that a little bit. I mean, you obviously did really well at the Ozark 100, but how is that kind of that your recovery going for you? Uh, well, yeah, after I got hurt, I really was riding, just kind of trail ride, aggressive trail ride pace and trying not to fall over because it just hurt and it was pretty vulnerable. Um, you know, you just can't quit letting the Enduro Championship sitting right in front of you. You can't walk, walk away. away from it. So, yeah. I, so instead, I just kind of stumbled through it until I just totally lost it. And uh, that was probably even harder. But uh, I took a few months off and let the knee tighten up a good bit, and I'm I'm still healing. But at the same time, they said you know you're you're released. But uh, you know I'm able to ride aggressive, but I'm not not ready to go you know bush smashing and make passes yet. But uh, I can ride and have fun and and try and get back in the groove. So right. uh, when the season rolls around, I I feel I'll be 100. percent And in the meantime, I'm riding well and having a lot of fun so that's why that's why i'm going to be uh hanging out in your neck of the woods this weekend uh riding in enduro hell yeah um oh now that berg is gone what did he think of the 70 degree four trip berg bikes oh that's actually a fun question so from the chat room uh so like now that Husaberg is is gone i guess you might be able to talk bad about them if you, if if there's something bad to be said so what do you what did you think of the 70 degree uh four stroke uh, Husabergs. When I was riding them, I really loved them. I mean, I thought it was a great bike, and I still think it's a great bike in the hands of the right rider. But uh, honestly, after getting off the bike and switching to a lighter, more conventional bike, uh, I'm, I don't know, I feel like it was a good training tool because it was so heavy and awkward uh, to go fast. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a real great bike for riding twisty, gnarly stuff, but... Uh, trying to go fast and rough stuff it was uh you know what made it good also made it a compromise in those situations so right. uh, uh i had sold my last 70 degree berg to my mechanic my current mechanic and after he got rid of the bike he he said i was his hero for making that bike go as fast as i did now <laughs> i i wouldn't mind having one of those in my arsenal to play ride or dual sport on but um you know like in theory it was a great design but it did some things good, and other things it was pretty big compromise. So I like the bike I'm on now. Right? Yeah, <laughs> the two-stroke Husk, Husqvarna is uh, is the bomb diggity. So does your 2015 look a lot like your 2014 did? Are you going to be with Air Group again and Moose and all the kind of typical <laughs> stuff? Is, is there any change up there? Uh, some change up. Uh, I heard the 15s just showed up in crates, so I haven't seen it yet. But as for our program. I'll be riding the uh, Husqvarna TE300, still backed by Air Group, Moose, and Kenda, and uh, like most all the same sponsors. There's a few changes. The biggest thing in the in the I guess we're hinging on is uh, Silkeline kind of pulled out of all their domestic sponsorship, which was unfortunate. So we're trying to find a new oil sponsor. So uh, if you want to uh, keep me lubed up next year, give me a call. Hi-oh. 
You know, I'm not gonna lie. Most of the lube I have is uh, not synthetic. It's not half synthetic. It's pretty all natural. Um, and I just don't know how rough you tend to ride if it's going to be able to stand up to all the heat and friction that that you're going to put, you know, lubed up situations in. I'm pretty smooth, Brian. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I forgot which way this was going. Oh, right. I always, it always right now. That's why I have, that's the problem with having a Tuesday show and a Thursday show. <laughs> when, when when they start to collide, it's like, oh, like it's such a weird but great place to be. No, um, it's not. <laughs> Weird thing was, I got your Thursday outline here for me, so I'm really confused. Yeah, you're like, talking about. You're like, I'm not even wearing pants, like you asked. That's why Shan's here right now. Oh, oh, yeah, you did get the wrong outline. <laughs> I love it. That was supposed to be Shane. There should have been an E. That Shane is she. It's it's a girl, so it's awkward that Shan is a man next to you right now. That's who was knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah. away. She doesn't have any. Oh, she doesn't man. have any teeth. <laughs> it's so weird. Okay, so I want to know kind of your thoughts on some of the fun stuff that's been going on in the moto industry. We've got a lot of neat news. Um, one of the things I think is interesting, though, is say like we've talked Grant Baylor. I just had Stu Baylor on. He kind of talked a little bit about that. But Grant Baylor was pretty much going to be on a KTM 450 for XC1 <clears throat> next year. But all of a sudden, he signs with you know Yamaha on the Blue Crew program. Um, you know, as a racer and just kind of as a as a fan of the sport, what are your thoughts on on kind of that that change up of of, of teams and bikes and everything that's going to kind of go on there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I wish we had a cool name like Blue Crew. Um, I don't really know what the Husky guys could be like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but. Yeah, but to be on the Blue Crew, that sounds cool. <laughs> if nothing else. Yeah, I can't disagree. But, <laughs> no, I mean, all, all I know about it is, uh, you know, Grant's been getting faster, and uh, I know Randy Hawkins is a great guy to ride for, and it sounds like he's got a pretty solid team. So, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see if uh, see what uh, the Southern Boys can conjure up. <laughs> well, it, it, Jordan and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. It's interesting because two weeks ago was the, right before the show is when the official press release came out that Paul Louis was retiring, uh, officially retiring and going to move back to New Zealand. And they, at this point in time, they're back in New Zealand. Like that's how fast it happened from that press release going at. So we talked to him on the show. It was awesome. Go check it out if you haven't in the archives. But I was like, so we got they, everybody was like, what's going to happen? So he retires and then bam, all of a sudden that press release comes out that Grant Baylor is going to be on the team. And I was like, holy shit. Paul Wibley must have been making a crap ton of money, so they because they lose his salary, but they picked up Danny, Daniel Milner and Grant Baylor, and then but they're and still keeping Jordan Ashburn, so they're gonna have three XC1 riders next year. I was like, that's Paul Wibley must have been making a crap ton of money if it just <laughs> opened up that kind of collateral for them to move from two ricers to three. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say Paul did pretty good, but he definitely worked his butt off for it and. Uh... Put a pretty good dent in the results for uh, a number of years. I know I was always chipping away at him at the OMAs, and uh, I don't know. Maybe he, there was a little fear in the water. Maybe that's why he left. But uh, <laughs> yeah, oh <clears throat> no, I, I know he was ready to, to start a family, and he had had a successful career, and I, I think it was a good move for him. But uh, 
definitely him leaving probably opened up a big spot in the budget. And uh, I think Daniel Milner, that was uh, a little over the Ampro guys' heads. I think that was a, a Corpo worldwide move, and they just kind of threw a bag of money on the table and said, here, take this guy. And, uh, you know, they want to win in America. So here he, here he is, and uh, we'll show him how we do it in the woods. Yeah. hi <laughs> Um, no, it's actually a really good point. There probably was some of that because you know him doing so well in Australia, riding for you know what what would be the corporate Yamaha there. You know, you could see that there'd be some really good push to get him over here. And obviously, him coming over here a handful of times in the past, you know, I doubt that that would have been Ampro money bringing him over here every time to kind of test the waters. So yeah, that's a good point that uh, about that. You you're a, a big fan. What do you think about another Aussie coming over? Um, I'm a big fan of Aussies. Or well, okay, let me <laughs> the see, blue I guess the Yamaha. Yamaha. I'm not yeah, going to talk awesome. to your fanship um, of, of Aussies. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think when we talked to Josh Strang several episodes back, we talked a little bit about Daniel and how he had won the four day. Yep. In uh, Australia, and that he's a quick guy if he's competing with Strang, beating Strang. I mean, Strang's a top competitor in the states, so I think it's a good move. Yeah, and. Uh, and Milner actually was the overall last year at the ISDE. He was the overall uh, winner. So that must have been fun for him being such a badass on a motorcycle. <laughs> I know, you know, I just, I, again, I just want to finish a race and feel like I won. I don't need to really win it. It just needs to happen. All I know is when the uh, the American team had a good year last year, six days, and so did Australia. And we all uh, joined forces and kicked the French out of the uh, celebration hall that night. So it was, it was a good time. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we took can it you, over. Can you bring me a couple after-party stories from last year? I mean, I can bring you mine from 2012 up until I came away with somebody else's shirt. But, you know, I didn't. I wasn't there for 2013. So was there some good after-party stories? You know, it, <clears throat> it was a pretty rowdy good time, but nothing, you know, it was nothing too stupid happened. I mean, oh, outside of just yay and... Some uh, some drinks and and everything. I kind of called it a night early just because I was I was tired. But I went to go knock on some doors at eight in the morning to go to the beach because people were leaving and I, I don't know. Just I know I woke some guys up that just got in. So <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, I woke up with the at the Aussies Hotel uh, in 2012 in Germany, and I had I don't speak German. I had absolutely no clue how to get back to the hotel. I didn't even know what it was called. I just kind of had an idea of where it was. And I like woke up in the bathroom of <laughs> Milner and uh, – oh, crap. Milner and uh, – oh, now I'm going to blank it on his name. The dude who broke his back. Well, their room. So it was a pretty impressive evening at the after party. So it's it's insane. I don't can't believe that people can party that hard for that long after riding for that much mileage but it's what they do and they have fun doing it so i'm in one day i hope to make another isde for the after party alone um just fly in on day six. Ooh, that might save a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then just have like have a hangover and then go like, see some touristy yeah stuff. i like it yeah. i'll just like high five shan on his way to the on his way home <laughs> just kidding yeah see what's going on so uh any plans to race the husky outside of the united states this year uh, <clears throat> or I guess this I year would, as in next year. Yeah, yeah, no. For next year, I I really want to go to ISD in Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping I can uh, do well enough to earn a spot on a trophy team next year. So 
you know, that would have to, that's a tall order, but I'm ready to do it. Uh, I kind of want to do Romaniacs next year too. So, Oh, cool. Um, we'll, uh, we'll do that. And then, uh, I'd love to get the chance to do a world enduro, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's paying for all this yet either. So right. yeah. <laughs> do we, should we put up like Take a donation? Yeah. Well, if you <laughs> if you could help us sell some seat time hoodies that are going to be on sale for the next two days, we could possibly give you a small percentage of that. And I say small just because it will be small, <laughs> like just regardless of the percentage, even if it was all of it, it still won't be very much money. Hundred percent of nothing, still nothing. <laughs> True. I know it's very unfortunate, but hey, we we try to make it work. Uh, Slovakia is going to be bitching, um, and it's. Shan is probably going to know this. It's a it's a, a a very big anniversary for the ISDE too, isn't it? Next year, like a some weird crazy number. This was wasn't it the 89th, so it's going to be the 90th. 90th. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. 900th anniversary. 90th. Yeah, 900th. <laughs> it's not the Olympics. You said crazy. Well, wow. Coming out of left field with all these numbers. I don't do math. Okay. I don't do it well. <laughs> I don't do math. Um. So. Enduros, are you going to be doing OMAs next year? Any, any more GNCC action? Where are all we going to see you in the States? Uh, yeah, National Enduros primarily, OMAs. Uh, they're, they're still chipping away at getting a schedule together. And uh, I'd like to encourage a lot of guys that are still looking at what they're going to race next year to come out and race them. They're uh, one of the most fun series you can do is if you like Enduro Trail and you like racing Barnabas. Um, that's a good time. So I want to do those. And then. Uh, I was told I'm not allowed to do too many GNCCs unless it's coming out of my pocket. So uh, they're not very deep, so I probably won't do too many of those. <laughs> there you go. Understandable. Uh, we just had a good question from the chat room, actually. They, he wanted to know your thoughts um, with the traditional Enduros versus the new start control format. And they say new, but it's it's been a while for a while. So Yeah, I was going to say, how long has your, has your uh, chat room guy been asleep? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. No, I, it's I we're so far removed from the old format. It's hard to even answer that question. I did a timekeeper enduro a few weeks ago, a local, and I had a lot of fun riding with friends. And you know, if, if I was trying to be competitive, I would have been sneaking around trying to you know go in hot on sections and find possible checks. And it really takes the fun out of riding your bike fast when you're trying to play a game of how am I going to beat this, you know, beat the system and sneak through checks and, or, or, you know, sneak through the woods and not, not hit a check hot and, and trying to take advantage of time. So, you know, it was an interesting game. I'm sure there's a place for it, but, uh, you know, maybe it, it, it might be more fun on a triumph or, or something like that. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I'm quite over timekeeping and, uh, I just want to ride my bike on single track and not think about anything. Just, flow and go fast yeah so no it's interesting too because what you said about riding the old triumph it actually makes a lot more sense that time would have been such a more factor on older machines like that because speed wasn't you know there were guys obviously who could ride those the older bikes fast but there there seemed to be a limit just because of the technology and the equipment but now that it seems like the equipment isn't a, isn't ever going to hold you back and you can only go as fast as you know you mentally capably want to go. Um, it kind of makes sense that the sport itself then too would kind of transition away from the time, the you know the, the keeping time aspect of what a traditional enduro was like. 
Um, I don't know. Shan may be over there shaking his head, wanting to punch me through the screen, but he's nodding off right now. <laughs> Even better. Maybe I should just shut up then. Um, uh, I've got an a hour past my bedtime. <laughs> Nine twenty. Um, so I have a question with national enduro, specifically talking about test sections versus six days style format. I know that in the states the tests are much longer than six days. Do you think we'll see them going to shorter in order to better prepare the U.S. team for six days? No, I think Americans want to go long. Oh. No, uh, honestly, I think for the national enduro format, it's great to have a majority of the race be a long test section and then just start and stop them. And the whole stretch of 65, 70, 80, hundred miles is just single track racing. I mean, that's what it's all about, but I do think it's important. Like we saw some sprint enduros come up over the late this last year. And I'm sure we'll see more of this next year. Yep. I'd like to see, uh, something happen with those where that, you know, there's a lot of race series in the country right now. And it's kind of, I don't want it to be overwhelming, but, I'd like to see more weight being put on the world enduro type format where we do sprint enduros because uh, we've got the best riders in the world here in this country. And I think the only reason we haven't won is a lack of experience and uh, just trying to position ourselves to really just perform at their best. So I think we should do sprint enduros here. I think we should do it on FIM tires. And I think uh, you shouldn't be allowed to have a mechanic tune your bike. I think you should show up and do it just like it's a six days, and uh, I think it'd be a good time. Yeah, it's uh, so. What are I mean? I I think it sounds like you're saying all the 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 sprint enduro stuff is extremely positive. I think it is, uh, and it, the full gas sprint enduro guys just announced that they went from their one race last year to four races for next year. Um, so that's going to be cool. We don't know dates yet and super specifics. We do know two or three of the events, I believe, are in the South Carolina, South Carolina, North Carolina mm-hmm. area. And one of them is in Indiana. No specific dates. Probably going to be not on a GNCC race weekend because I believe that Jason Hooper still works for GNCC. He doesn't want to screw that up. Um, and then we don't know yet if J-Day is going to expand their format. Uh, maybe do a J-Day sprint enduro one day and then do their J-Day you know, kind of off-road event the next day. It would be a really cool way for everybody to get two days of racing in two different formats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are, are, do you – so you're – Sounds like you're super supportive of that. How do you? What else do you see growing though? How else would we, you know, grow that format? Um, you know, I, the the cool thing about sprint enduros is I think I think it's going to really take off. Just being what it is, it's you can have spectators that can watch it. You can, I mean, you could televise it easily. Uh, it's very accessible for media sponsors and spectators, and that's. That's why, you know, National Enduro struggles. It's something that we're passionate about and, you know, we don't want to let die, but it's really hard to promote it because it's inaccessible. But uh, Sprint Enduros is more accessible than a GNCC. Ultimately, it's just about as uh, accessible as an outdoor national. So there's no reason we shouldn't have 100,000 drunken, crazy fans out there. If I have um, anything to say about it, we will. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give away for every hundred people that come to the gates. If I can make it to a full gas sprint enduro, they're gonna get a chainless chainsaw. Every every hundredth person, and they better be husking harness. Well, I mean, then you better hook me up with somebody to talk to, because <laughs> they're gonna be tr- Craigslist deals at this point. I'm already going out of pocket. Uh, but that way we're gonna, because I know Shan knows what I'm talking about. 2012 in Germany, 
That was some dudes that we came across at all the things, and they were running around with beers in one hand and chainsaws without the blade or the chain on the other and just making ruckus and having a great time. And I was like, you know what? Those guys are enjoying the shit out of this event. And it's like, we don't yeah. have that. We don't have enough people that do that, and we need more of it. The French fans are honestly bigger rednecks than Americans because they get super crazy wearing wigs and chainsaws and hollering and being crazy. They're pretty insane. I like it. We need that. But no, here's an idea for, for growing seat time and getting the Sprint Enduros rolling. You need to have like the seat time hot seat. Somebody comes out of a out of a grass track section and has the fastest time. They sit on your couch and they get a big pint full of Gatorade and <laughs> you got to wait for the next guy to come knock them off the couch. How many pint fulls of Gatorade do I get? Well, Gatorade would have to throw in a lot of money, so... We'll say uh, Carb Sport since they kind of sponsor me with their products. A big glass of Carb Sport. There you there go. You go. Yeah. Or whatever local gas station is just selling generic Gatorade. <laughs> you have big, to get like the powder. They get a big, making a big yeah, joke. Get the powder. <laughs> guys, I'm buying economy here. Where's your Sam's? Okay. <laughs> so that's a really that's good a, idea. I like that. Idea. I've actually already had some uh, live broadcasting thoughts on how some of these sprint enduros could be broadcasted. Um, obviously, to a trunk down uh, show, but something that could really give a very, very per- time pertinent, um, you know, uh, recap of what is going on that then would flow right into kind of that live last action as the pros are entering the last section. Um, are you talking about like zip tying my iPhone and my crossbar pad and skyping while I'm in the section? <laughs> I mean, if you're I willing. I wasn't, but I am now! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that would be epic. No, but let's just say that I have been playing around with some Wi-Fi, GoPro connections, and a lot of other light bridge technology. Thank you, DJI. Uh, so there are possibilities out there that we can play around with. So we just need to have a little bit of money. Not a lot, actually. I just need a little. So talk to your people, apparently, and maybe we can make some shit happen. And Gatorade. All right. Okay. Well, we don't want Shan to stay up too late because it already sounds like he's gr- he's like getting grumpy over there. <laughs> Ooh, guys, is that a beard that he's rocking? That is. He's he's gonna be Santa for December. Is he really? <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> Digging it, Shan. Rocking it out. What about you? You didn't no shave November, it Nick? I started in October, and I don't plan on backing off. Nice. I started dis- uh, November 1st, and this is my December beard, so. Me too. Yep. Jordan uh, Jordan didn't grow a beard. She grew a pimple. Hmm. Is that rude? That's, that was rude. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I brought it up earlier. My fault. I wouldn't have known about it if she hadn't, so now i got to call <laughs> her out on it. Well, uh, cool. Nick, any other fun stuff, thoughts, random bits, other hullabub that you want to discuss? Always, but if I if I really should, that's the other question. Um, no, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm in. No, like uh, like Stu was saying, we we had a good time after the Ozark 100, uh, wrecking uh, wrecking Bill Graham's equipment, and uh, and uh, that was fun. And uh, right now, I'm basically here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on my way. South to Texas and west. I'm just on a big dirt bike riding trip, trying to have some fun, ride uh, ride bikes on some different trains, see people that uh, I don't get to see all the time, and uh, mix it up a little bit from the daily grind of uh, national enduro racing. So, oh yeah, 
That's very cool, man. So you said you're going to be making a trip out to Arizona, do some riding out there with those dudes in the desert, and then maybe doing some stuff up there in Northern California. On these trips, is there anything specific that you like, I need to hit this trail or anything like that? Or do you just kind of try to go meet up with certain riders and then just, hey, whatever you guys think is cool, let's go do that? How does that kind of work in, in your like for you guys to set that stuff up? I've only got one riding destination I really want to hit. And I can't even disclose it because I'm not sure we're even supposed to be riding there, but I'm going to go ride there. Right. Uh, but uh, other than that, I'm really just winging this trip, uh, trying to keep it, uh, you know, qual- quality over quantity. So, uh, you know, I'm talking to the guys I want to ride with and I'll ride whatever they ride because, uh, you know, it's all about changing up and diversity. So, uh, you know, chances are I won't be riding the stuff I rode last month. So it's exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I think it's really cool that you're getting a chance to do this. This is this is why people ride motorcycles, is, is to get that diversity. And that's one of the things that's been so much fun about this past year and why I have spent less time on my motorcycle in Texas because I've been spending the money and time, you know, spending more time and money with my family specifically on a lot of weekends. But then on the weekends when I do go ride, spend a little bit more time and money to go to places that I've never been before because it's so much more epic when you get a chance yeah. to do that. Now, granted, your hands are sore, you're chapped like a mother because you haven't been riding as much as you want to, but that's what makes it super cool. Have you ever been to Baja offhand? No, that really doesn't tickle my fancy so much. I don't know. I don't know, dude. That shit was awesome. Like, I've, I had always wondered why, what is Baja? Like, why is that such a draw? Um, and now that I've ridden down there, I'm like, okay, I get it. I don't know how to explain it, but that's some of the ep- most epic shit I've ever ridden. Like, it's so weird. Uh, I mean, maybe I'll I'll jump on the opportunity at some point. I mean, it doesn't sound like something I want to race because. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, don't. I I, I as well wouldn't want to race. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, I'm not opposed to say riding my 950 anywhere that you know I might be able to get it. But uh, 690 uh, Super Enduro. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. I know. I, I've been. I've recently acquired a 950, and I like to take it in epic places with my bike rack on the back and ride it up the top of a mountain and shred my mountain bike down or whatever it may, whatever may work out. But uh, uh yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Dig it, man. Well, that's cool, dude. Well, we hope you keep having fun. Good luck on your trip. Ride safe. Definitely lots of selfies, lots of pictures while you're out there. If you feel like zip tying your phone. <laughs> to your hit bra pad and giving us a little ring. Leave us a message, bro. You call it. We're not here. You video video message us something and we'll play it on the show. Do you have your guitar? Do you want to play it? No, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Steve's talking about. I'm not that good. I used to be good, but I've I've spent too much time riding and not playing. So I, it's like I don't know. You've got calluses in all the wrong places now. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm a I'm a drummer, so I know exactly what you mean. All of my uh, all of my nice uh, my uh, stick calluses on the sides of my fingers are gone. So anytime me and my son play now, it's like five minutes. I'm like, oh my hands, ah oh, my baby hands, it sucks. So no, I was playing the drums Sunday night when we were having a good time, and I woke up the next morning and my calves were like cramped and sore from double bass pedaling. I had some pretty <laughs> extreme uh, drumming going on. Going after it. <laughs> going after it. Dig it. Well, cool, man. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, have fun out there. Yeah, seriously. Lots of selfies, lots of videos, all that stuff. Because it'll be fun to watch your adventure while you're in the midst of it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and uh, maybe I'll have to hit you up when I get into uh, Texas. Maybe we'll have to meet up and ride or something. You know, or, you know me. I'm always down for a good time. I do work during the week, unfortunately, but that's lame. I probably won't call you. <laughs> oh, he's gonna call me sucker. So he's gonna call me. He's like, yeah, what's up? I'm gonna go ride with Cole Kirkpatrick and all these other people. Yeah, have fun behind your computer, you douche. He's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Nah, I don't like to, I don't like to rub it in that I live the dream. I just I just I just, I just live it. it. Yeah, I don't rub it in. I just do it. <laughs> I like it. All right, man. You have fun out there. We'll chat with you soon on the show. All right. All right. We'll take care, Brian, and uh, we'll uh, see you this weekend. Hell yeah, dude. We're gonna go rock some enduros, and you're gonna totally kick my ass. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you then. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye. Awesome. I, I like it when Nick Farringer comes on. We don't ever we don't get him on enough, unfortunately. He's such a it's it's interesting sometimes when you talk with Nick though because I find that he's very reserved. But like all of a sudden he comes at you with something that's like not very reserved. So you're kind of like oh, it, and it, it's kind of it kind of you know pulls you one way and then the other. Yeah, yeah. One way or another, it's like a song that people sing and sing and sing and don't know. That's pretty good. The rest of the world. Oh, stop. Okay, so our producer told me I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Baby hands, Brian. Yep, that's that's me. It's unfortunate. Oh, it started in April at Big Buck, and it's gonna follow me for the rest of my career <laughs> as a person in life. As as, as you as have a, to put that like on your resume. Yeah, it's gonna care, it, as, the rest of my life is an air breather. <laughs> Baby hands, Brian. <laughs> that's like uh, that's like my mob. That's like my mob name, Baby hands. <laughs> I like it. Is that a hashtag? Is that officially like official? Officially a hashtag? Can it be? I don't know. So, congratulations to Cody Webb with his Enduro Cross Championship. He's been working for that for a couple of years. And a lot of bad luck that just kind of went, didn't go his way, or or Taddy Luck, Taddy Blazuziak had awesome luck. Yeah, I mean, it could so, go either way. But congratulations! And they announced the 2015 Enduro Cross round, so we're getting another round out of it. A little bit more coming to the east, which is good. Right after the TKO, so if you're going to plan to come east for the TKO, try to work remotely. If you can do that, that's what I'm going to try to do. So that way, I can go to the TKO, work remotely in Atlanta uh, during the week, and then be there for the Enduro Cross, and then actually come home. So we'll see how that works out. Obviously, there's a lot of time away from the family, so we're going to have to see how that happens. Um, but, yeah, exciting. Cody Webb starting on his new team right away, going yeah. to Super Enduro uh, in Poland, you know, to start things off on the new RPM, KTM, KTM Maxis. And they're wearing Climb, which is interesting. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of riders leave Moose Racing. Yeah. And, and I don't think he left Moose Racing. I'm just surprised that he the deal that he took was a deal where he had to leave Moose to go to a different gear company. Because um, I haven't seen a lot of riders leave Moose, so yeah. But I guess if it came with a package with the team, yeah, you just kind of have to do what you gotta do. It's Cody Webb, bro. Ride whatever the hell he wants to. I mean, yeah. I mean, not, that championship. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. Maybe that, that's what he wanted that to happen. Um, so again, I was talking about the fly racing mountain bike equipment. Definitely go check that out. It's really, really good stuff. The freestyle helmet works great. Uh, I've still got some. Testing that I want to do on it, but I, I got it right before that enduro that I did. Pre-rode with it once, kind of figured out how I like the fit and the tension on the straps, and then rocked it, and it worked perfect. Did everything it needed to do, and then some, because uh, I didn't fall. And if I had, it probably would have protected my head. I say probably, Imagine. but I really hope it would have. I definitely think idea. it would. 
That's the idea, right? Yeah. I mean, I use their dirt bike helmets, and they're pretty awesome. I fall a lot, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, didn't uh, Jordan Ashburn teach you how to get up properly? He did, if y'all haven't seen that in. Somebody did an article. Dirt bike? Yeah. Was it dirt bike or dirt rider? rider? Dirt rider? You know, one I of think those. You've been in so of many. me picking up a dirt bike. You've been in so many. <laughs> Dude, you're Jordan Milbauer Bailey, bro. Yeah. Or gal. 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 J-Mill. J- I'm done touching it. Uh, still well performance. <laughs> there were definitely some changes that are happening there. And the fact of, you know, so Cody Webb, not there. Um, Kyle Redmond, going to be on the beta team. But actually, Alan Stillwell's kind of stepping back a little bit. He's not going to be traveling as much with the team. He will be doing all the bike prep and the suspension work with the testing and throughout the year. But just because of a lot of uh, stress with him actually break, breaking his back this year and then some personal stuff going on in his life, he's going to kind of be taking a little bit of a, a step-back role um, and not be traveling with the team as much. He did say he was going to be going out to a lot more or a lot of the larger events, but mm-hmm. not the kind of the grinding ones that are that were taking a toll on a lot of his injuries and stuff and him recovering properly. So take some time for that and have fun with it. Again, I wanted to tell you guys, Fast Company's got some great deals. Save 50 bucks on some Flex Handlebars through the end of the month. 25% off of Fast Company products through December 3rd, which is tomorrow. Uh, they just released their new handguards, the Gen 2 Simple Solution. Built, to the, built for them by Enduro Engineering. They bolt on easy, and they're super strong, <laughs> just like my women. Awkward. Oh, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then, of course, the Seat Time hoodie. So you can go to teespring.com and search the seat-time-home uh, no, or whatever. Uh, or you can just search for seat time, uh, Teespring Seat Time Hoodie and it should come up. Uh, it looks like Steven's got a nice little uh, art card up there for everybody's because I can't spell for nothing. Brian needs to do night racing show with Steve H. Like Steve Hatch? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. National Duro Series needs to have more rounds on the West Coast. I can't disagree. I think they should. Um, it seems interesting that they're going to go to Wyoming this year, but not to Colorado again. I kind of think they would get actually a better turnout if they went to Colorado again. Yeah, absolutely. Wyoming, you know, maybe they pull in the Montana kind of Northwest crowd uh, that way. Yeah. I'm, that is a long way to travel. Like, it's really far. Holy crap. Hopefully they'll catch a plane. Way. Feel bad for who's ever taking the yeah. bikes. So what's next for you? Going to race this weekend? You know, now you have me thinking. But I'll have to ask the hubs. Well, or you could just tell them. Yeah, I could, but... And, and not like, hey, we're going to go right there. Not like, tell him. But, I mean, like, then he'd have to, like, wash my bike from the last time we went wait, riding. Wait, wait. Why does he have to do it? Oh, I don't do that oh. very often. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah. I really don't, to be honest. Fact. No, doesn't happen. <laughs> I would say that I do, but I don't. So, he does well, it all for I'm me. Not a liar. He's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm not a doer, and I'm not a liar. So... <laughs> what he said. <laughs> So maybe. So maybe. We'd have to think about it. Finals are the next week, Close. so. Yeah, well, that's why you need to ride to get it out of the way. Yeah, I'll have to think about it. Maybe so. Row I mean, 25, you can hang out with me. Is there open space? I'm just telling you. Can we kick try. somebody out? Because then we could have the battle would be on, and I'm down for a competition. <laughs> why do we have to compete? Can't we just be friends? <laughs> no. No, okay, we have to compete. All right, fine. The battle's on. Get on the You road. said that like. I don't stand a chance. No, I say that like, on. why do we have to compete? <laughs> Battle's on. I'm going to beat him. That's fine. 
I'm okay with it. I've been beaten by chicks before. <laughs> it's not, not, not the first time. It won't be the last. Uh, believe me, I know this. Uh, so that's what's going to be happening. We're going to be doing a T-Sec race this weekend. She's going to be doing some finals. Um, I think I'm going to try to just live throughout the end of the year. That's good. Uh, to my friends up in Oklahoma, there's a good chance, not this weekend, obviously, but the weekend after that, I will be in the Broken Bow area again. We're going to be looking at some cabins. Um, so, yeah. So if anybody's in the Oklahoma area and wants to hang out near Broken Bow, let me know in two weeks. I'll probably be up there with my, with my, with my father, maybe the Madre as well, um, and hopefully the family. I, it really just depends on... You know, the kids and who wants to travel and if it's a day trip or if it's a weekend trip and all that kinds of stuff. So Seat Time. SeatTime.co is the website. That's where we archive all the shows. That is where we go live from, which hopefully you are watching right now. Of course, you can find us on Facebook. We're on Facebook.com slash Seat Time. We are also on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Seat Time underscore CO because why not change it up? If we are on Instagram, Instagram is just Seat Time. One word, easy peasy. Easy. We are on YouTube, so we have a channel out there, Seat Time CO, all one word, and that way you can subscribe to the channel. There is a selection there, so you can get an email when we update and or upload new videos. That's always a good option. It tells you when we've uploaded stuff. Of course, Stitcher and iTunes, if you just want the audio-only version of the podcast, um, or you know, if you don't think I'm attractive enough to watch all the time, then we'll just have her on more, because... <laughs> That evens things out, you know. It's some we've got to have some ugly people on. Here I am. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> so not true. Whatever. Perfect reason to come down. It's been raining all day in the Glen Helen area. That does sound fun. Glen Helen. Glen Helen with uh, moisture. Shaman. I'm in. I like it. Well, cool. <laughs> Thank you guys. Episode 150. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a long one, but I'm okay because we had a lot, a lot of fun. Good stuff going on. We tried to think of something clever and fun for the 150th episode because, honestly, that's a pretty big deal. But <laughs> we didn't. with work, life, family, and just sometimes not giving a shit, it's really hard. So thank you for supporting Seat Time. Please go share the episode with people. We need to get the numbers up. That's just a hint. 2015 needs to be bigger, better, and more awesome. Make it happen. Thank you very much. See you in two weeks. See ya. Peace.